Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. It is Thursday, October tw- October, sorry. Thursday, um 12th. Uh Ariana is not here th- uh this evening. Um she is uh at a meeting. This is Joshua Annis. Um and I am hosting tonight's uh Rift Network show. It's going to be um Rift Network, sorry. Um uh Night Moves Radio Show. Uh, it's going to be a special show um, on the subject of uh, the the multiverse. Um, now, this has been a subject uh, that is very dear to my heart, um, and not. I mean, some people know about it, um, but not very many people do. When you uh look out at the sky at night you you see uh all these stars and and outer space and all that and uh you know you just wonder what's out there and you wonder what you know what intelligent life could be out there what worlds um so on and so forth. Um, just what is out there, you know, swimming in the void, you know, the cosmic blackness, you know, what civilizations. And I believe that there has been uh, visitors to this planet, um, extraterrestrial visitors, uh, both in the past and now, uh, but it's all been covered up and kept secret because the powers that be um, want it that way because they're afraid that, you know, if they found out what reality, people found out what was really out there, the established uh, religion and order of the world would be shaken up. You know, well, I say it needs to be shaken up. Um, You know, we've been under this whole paradigm thing for too long. 
anyway, in the distant past, there has been, uh, it's been recorded in in ancient Sumeria and all those ancient, um, the Aztecs, the Toltecs, the Mayans, that uh, in their rec- recorded histories, the Egyptians, there all has been extraterrestrial visitors. But I am not uh, talking only extraterrestrial visitors here. Yes, I believe firmly in that, that is extraterrestrial uh, life is a uh, passion of mine, um, one that I firmly believe in and am, uh, you know, very, uh, I really uh, stress it a lot, you know, when I, when I try to in the reality of things because uh, people look at life on this earth and they think, you know, that's all there is. You know, they don't bother to look at life further out there. But I'm not just going to go into extraterrestrial life tonight. I'm going to go into the idea of not just one universe. And our universe is supposedly infinite. But I want to go into the idea of several uh, universes, Uh, maybe an infinite amount of universes. Um, A lot of people have uh, spoke of uh, other dimensions, um, uh, well, not a lot, but um, people talk about other dimensions, uh, other realities, what is that but other universes, parallel universes to our own? Um, people talk about ghosts all the time. Um, there's a lot of talk about ghosts. And people that believe in ghosts uh, don't necessarily believe in parallel universes. But I believe that from a parallel universe, spirits. You know, uh, when we pass on, we move into another universe. Um, We go from this one to a maybe parallel one, uh, possibly parallel. Uh, But people don't think about that. Um, uh, There are, I believe there are many universes uh, as there is, um, you know, planets out there uh, and you know the size of this universe I mean you know our galaxy alone we have hundreds of thousands of planets of uh, millions and then we have millions of galaxies and and then you know we have all these galaxies floating out there in the void and and you know that's I mean, you get larger and larger uh, as you go. But also, there's also, there isn't, uh, not only is there, not only is there um, the macro cosmic scale uh, with the, uh, <clears throat> with the, you know, the cosmos and all reality and, and, and what's big. Uh, but there is also the microcosmic cosmic scale um, 
is when you know when you go down to uh, the atomic level, the subatomic level, um, and things like that. You know, you have your photons, your electrons, and then you have your quarks. And scientists are admitting that in the atomic subatomic atomic subatomic scale they don't know they haven't probed uh what's completely there yet um you know you have string theory and all that in reality uh but the super small microcosmic you know subatomic scale they don't know what what's there and that could be the possibility um for uh, for just about anything. I mean, um, there to be, you know, minuscule universes. When there was, when there was a, I remember they've supposedly, I've seen, I've seen pictures of a mapping out of a, of the known universe. And supposedly it resembles uh, the pathways of uh, the brain, the human brain, or, you know, a brain. Um, And uh, wouldn't that be a trip if if, uh, the, our universe was some other being's brain. We were inside somebody's brain or something. I mean, it's definitely a possibility. I mean, you have these uh, these uh, notions of reality, these different theories people come up with that uh, our universe might be a uh, simulation. Sort of like, uh, oh, I'm sure some of you have played uh, The Sims, um, the old computer game, The Sims, uh, it had several sequels. Um, and hold on a minute, I'm getting a message from Carlton here. Um, I, I am a bad multitasker, I'm sorry. Um, all right, um, one second. Um, but what, getting back to what I was saying, uh, what, uh, hold on a second. Um, uh, what, what I was saying was, um, uh, that, um, these, uh, they, they say that, that, uh, these the this existence um, um, that this existence might be a simulation and um and uh so you know we really don't know what what uh you know, our perceived, uh, what our perceived reality is. I mean, you have this thing called, uh, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the Mandela effect. 
Um, and uh, the Mandela effect is really confusing a lot of people right now. Um, see, the Mandela effect, in case you haven't heard, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the Mandela effect in case, <laughs> I mean, uh, unless you've lived under a rock, but a lot of people still don't know about it. Um, it uh, has to do with um, the... Uh, the uh, things uh, happening, memories that are completely different uh, from what people remember. Uh, things that happened are, are different from what how people remember them, such as lines in movies like, um, oh, um, um, in Snow White, uh, it used to be uh, mirror, mirror on the wall, and now it's a magic mirror on the wall. Um, Mr. Rogers, he used to say, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and now he says it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Um, Field of Dreams, he used to say, uh, uh, the voice used to say, if you build it, they will come. Now he says, now it says, if you build it, he will come. And uh, Darth Vader in... Um, in um, uh, Star Wars Episode Five, you know, uh, Empire Strikes Back. You know, he used to say, "Luke, I am your father." Now he says, "No, I am your father." And there's a lot of other differences out there. I could go on and on. And they say a lot of these things are caused by uh, the main theory is uh, CERN um, uh, that Hadron Collider in Switzerland. Uh, they say they're uh, messing with dimensions and they're uh, screwing up time. Um, I don't know myself um, if this is true, um, but I have heard some very dark rumors about what CERN is doing. Uh, I've heard uh, some dark, um, I mean, some dark whisperings that they are conducting uh, rituals um, there and uh, they are opening gateways to dimensions that are should not be opened and are um, altering reality so it's just so things are changing, our world is changing, and that the Mandela effect might be just a test run. Um, I I might you know if anybody has a different opinion on that, you can go ahead and call into the show. Um, and uh and we'll uh, we'll discuss it if you want to the whole uh, Mandela effect and what you think it really is because I, I'm interested to know if there's anybody else out there interest I mean listening I'm interested to know what others think it is numbers three two three eight seven zero three eight seven seven that's three two three eight seven zero three eight seven seven if you want to come on and talk with me about what the Mandela effect is, they're really about alternate dimensions, interdimensional reality, multiverse, that sort of stuff. That's the topic for tonight. Um, so, yeah, we've got this Mandela effect going on right now. And 
the people that aren't awake right now, you know, don't know, don't care what it is. You know, they think everything is the same as how it used to be and it's always going to be the same, but things have changed. So many things. I mean, it's just, it's gotten to where some days I feel like this isn't the same reality I grew up in that I was a kid in. Something feels almost artificial about it. Um, I don't know what it is, but I think it's being messed with, our current reality. But then again, what is reality? I mean, you know, you could have several different realities, as I talked about with the multiverse. I mean, and there are different authors out there that I've read. They're considered science fiction and fantasy authors, um, uh, such as uh, Michael Moorcock, um, Raymond D. Feist, C.S. Lewis, um, H.P. Lovecraft, um, a lot of those people that have talked about in their stories, uh, even though they're fantasy and science fiction and horror stories, have talked about alternate realities and uh, uh, what exists in them and magic portals and gateways and dimensions. Uh, but, you know, the question is, are they just inventing a story, uh, thinking up a story, um, you know, using imagination, or is it, are they channeling, um, you know, are they channeling something else, something different? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the, the whole idea that the the idea has been proposed that to me that as an author, and I've come across it myself, that as an author, when I tell a uh, story, when I um, when I when I write a story, uh, make up a story, I feel that it's uh, not simply imagination, not simply making the story up. I feel like I'm pulling it from somewhere else. Uh, I feel that it's uh, coming out of another reality. Um, and I feel like I have been there. You know, it's a sense of deja vu. So what I'm wondering is all these authors that are out there, creative people, you know, are you tapping into other realities? Are we... Um, are we uh are we experiencing um, interdimensional phenomena histories lost histories of stuff that we don't even know about as humans in our dimension, but histories of other dimensions is that being communicated to us, and then we publish it in story form and it's meant to it's meant to these stories, these novels, especially of science fiction and fantasy and horror and stuff like that. You know, they're sold as fiction, but could there could they be a, could they be the actual stories of a another time and another place, parallel dimension? 
I have had a lot of experiences in my time, uh, strange experiences, um, very esoteric experiences uh, that just provide evidence that, uh, in my case, that <laughs> there is more to more to this reality than there's more out there. There's other realities that are completely wild and completely alien from from this one. Um, I had several experiences as a child of I had, uh, I saw things, uh, some good things, some bad, terrifying, terrifying things. Um, I remember specifically, um, one night it was, uh, it was, it was a bad storm and I was about two. Yes, I can remember back, uh, to when I was a toddler, um, all the way back to two years old. And I remember one night it was storming really bad outside. I was in my bedroom, lying in the dark. And I remember I wasn't dreaming, but I was kind of like in the state between sleep and awake. And my room stretched to infinity. And all of a sudden I found myself in outer space. I was floating. Remember, I wasn't dreaming. I wasn't dreaming at all. I know what dreaming is and the difference between it. Anyway, I was in outer space and I came across this door in space and I opened this door and all of a sudden I was in um, in this uh, living room and it looked a lot like the living room of uh, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood actually and there was this albino boy um, in that living room and he had a cup in his hands like a little Dixie cup. And I saw the cup was full of blood, and I was like, what in the world is that, you know? And he was wanting me to drink from it, and I'm like, no way. No, I'm not drinking that stuff. But my hand was, like, forced to take the cup, so I drank the blood, and the blood tasted, like, out of this world. It tasted delicious, you know, and I, I was disturbed by that. And and then what I was seeing just became more horrifying because I saw – all of a sudden, I saw above me, I was back out in space or in some kind of void, and above me, there were these huge, huge demonic beings that were each the size of football fields, and they had different things on them, these terrible things, eyes, tentacles, um, mouths, uh, crude-looking weaponry, wicked-looking weaponry around them, um, and like... They had, and the most horrifying thing about these things weren't that they were so ugly or obscene or blasphemous looking. It was that on the underside of them, they had torture devices as part of them on their undersides. And on these torture devices, there were strapped these different beings to, of several universes, several realities, several planets and they were being tormented, and these creatures were feeding off their screams and their agonies. And I'm like, my God, what is that? And, okay, uh, Carlton, 
um, yeah, uh, go, go ahead, patch him through. Hello, you on the air? Hey, what's what are you doing, man? I'm in, I'm enjoying your show so far, brother. Hey, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with you on these multi multiverses. Uh, it is human nature to think so uh, that we are the only galaxy, the only universe out there. That's that that is the height of just craziness. Well, you know, Carlton, I grew up uh, with a family that. Uh, not, um, not, oh, Howie said to call you the natural. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. I'm just <laughs> okay. me. I'm just here. I, me. <laughs> well, I grew up in a family that was very close minded <laughs> and pretty much bowed the knee to fundamentalist Christianity. And they had me believing, like, they're, they're, they were nice people, loving people, but they were very close-minded in that they believed that all that existed was this planet Earth and the angels and then the demons and then God and Satan, and that was it. And I could never, ever, you know, conform my mind to that. I'm like, there's no way. There is so much more. And I could never tell them about what I experienced and everything because to them it would be something like a deception of the devil or something. And so I never really got to, I mean, I told my friends, some of my friends about these things, but I never really got to express myself. And, you know, I still to this day don't know of the several things I have seen um, in visions and stuff, just what I've experienced. I don't know. Yeah, I feel you, brother. Uh, my my entire family is Southern Baptist Christians. They don't get uh, no tighter than that. So basi- basically, it, it's okay. It's okay. Every if what you believe in gets you closer to your Creator, brings you love and brings you joy. All is honored. But there are those of us who, who want the information, and we are given the information because we understand. Like right now, right. science is like, oh, we found a new thing in the air. No, that's because our uni- our galaxy is moving into the Pleiadian galaxy right now. That is right. why we have all the storms. That is why we have all the stuff going on. That's why there's new energy. They're trying to anchor love to our planet before it's too late. Who <laughs> are? The Pleiadians, they are our star parents. I've heard of the Pleiadians before. Yeah, I've heard of them. Do some. Yep, they are our star parents. That's where you get your DNA from. We're actually we're actually drifting into their universe. So you're gonna they're gonna see all new things. Why? Because it's not our galaxy. It's not our universe. Well, we're moving in there. Are, are the Pleiadians? Are they? I have to try to understand this. Are you talking beings from another galaxy or star system, or are you talking beings from another universe entirely? Universe entirely. They had, we, <laughs> this, is not, this is not the only galaxy in the universe. There's 37 in total. We are just one of them. Just oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know about galaxies. Um, yeah, I was just making sure. I, I remember... See, I remember having an experience um, back in uh, back when I first had my spiritual awakening uh, back in 2012. Shortly before I met, uh, before I realized, you know, that uh, 
Ariana with my twin flame and everything, that <laughs> there was this uh, particular place in my neighborhood that I went walking and everything. And I started going walking there, and I sensed that there was this feeling, of, immense feeling of love in that neighborhood. But there was nothing that, like, really presented itself. And But I felt this, like, just, just an enormous amount of good and love in there and 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 I, I remember one day like I, I, I can see things with spiritual sight, like kind of feel it to see it. I I I can't really explain it, but I remember looking up and I saw this just just vast white city and like this just towers and like just off in the distance and I was like Wow, what the heck is that? And like, so could that be what you're talking about—the whole Pleiadian thing? Welcome to your star family, my friend. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, I've heard, I've heard a little bit about the Pleiadians, but uh, yeah, not they, that much. They're, they're loving, wonderful, beautiful. Beautiful, beyond imagination, and they're, they they want they want to help us. They're they're trying desperately to help us in any way possible. Right. Well, um, the uh, see, I I have I ha- what's strange for me is I have. Uh, I have had um, not only, you know, past life experiences, but, I mean, memories, but also I've had interdimensional life memories. And uh, and some of them are as, uh, as uh, subtle as just subtly changed alternate Earths to far-flung things. And it seems like th- that is like, it seems like that's one of the things, like people will talk about past lives, but when it comes to interdimensional lives, they don't know about it at all. <laughs> well, see, here's 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 the kicker on this one. We have multiple lives, both here and in the other universes. The uh, thing about the other universe past lives is the only place you'll ever find uh, markings of time is here. There is no time. It is just it is all in one loop everywhere else except here. What makes here so different? Um, I've been contacted many, many, many times, and I, I will share a story with you. And I'll I'll be first. Uh, people are gonna think I'm a kook, and I don't really give a crap because here it is. Mm-hmm. I went out of the body one day and went to another, we'll just say, a little more violent universe. Mm-hmm. And the grays were hot after that map. They were hot after that map of where I went. So I actually had to get, I was actually on lockdown for six months from the Archangels. I wasn't allowed to be by myself. The one time I tried to be by myself because I love water. I was in I was in the water and loved it. It was a clear day. I was loving it. Next thing I know, a giant herd of freaking horse flies just came in from nowhere and basically started stinging me till I got the crap out of the water and got next to somebody else. How there, big were they? What the grays? They're little little tiny suckers, but no, no, no. The horse flies. You said giant horse flies. Are you talking about like oh, yeah. average? 
No, they were about uh, two inches. They were big ones. Okay. And right. basically, that was that was that was my reality to get your butt back over there, get with somebody. You're not allowed to be alone for a while. That's the rules. I said, okay. I just, I don't. I just follow. I just do what I'm told. I'm a good boy. <laughs> life, life is well, so much better when when you just do what you're told to do, and you don't ask questions, and you don't. You just say, okay, thank you for allowing me to serve. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity and the honor, and go about your business. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, I haven't really been contacted by by any uh, that I know of any um, benevolent uh, benevolent higher power. I believe in them, but I haven't been had a contact like that, quite like that. Um, you have. It's just basically when you're sleeping, because that that because your mind races a million miles an hour, just like mine. So a lot of times when you're not not asleep, not awake, you're in that state, like you were talking about. That's when they contact yeah. you. Well, my, one of my question I've been wondering this for years, and I haven't got a quick, clear answer. What were those things that I saw, those horrible things that I saw that night? That was in a completely different universe. That's actually number 37. They are so They're not evolved at all. They're just wretched, wretched things right now until they evolve and get better. But, yeah, occasionally we float to places we're not supposed to be. So there is a chance yeah. for those pe- there is a chance for those uh, people out those those things out there to become good guys then. Yes, there is. There is. We can't okay. I mean l- look at we've come a long way. I mean there there is a chance, but you know, basically they got to grow just like we did. It's it's it, there's there's so many diff- I mean different, you know, I was sitting I was I thought, you know, I thought my angels and my guys. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure they, sure they want the information. I looked out the window, and my wife at the time, I was like, holy crap, do you see that? She goes, yeah, I see it. There's a cloud. There's not a cloud in the sky, but this cloud, kind of saucer shape, was following our vehicle everywhere, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it was quick, and it stayed right with the vehicle. Even I said, all right, speed up. I was doing 130. No problems. Keeping up with me, no problems. One cloud. I was like, mm, okay, I got you, I got you. Oh, we're good, we're good. Mm. Message, message heard, delivered, and understanding. <laughs> yeah, I certainly know that there are like, I mean, we have like, I mean, that you have your interplanetary life, you have your interdimensional life, and you have just, I, I don't know, like it's amazing, like how much is really out there, and just. I mean, you, you, um, so many people are just dedicated to just seem to be dedicated to, I don't know, just, just a really shallow reality. And that's what I don't get. Well, I mean, you have to, you have to understand it. the information. If you want it, it is available to you, but you know, like y'all saying, knock and you shall receive, you know, knock on the door and it shall be open. Ask and you shall receive. There are those of mm. us who want the information and those of us who want it get it. Those who don't, you know, it, basically it's it's. You can't unknow what you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, it, sometimes simplicity of life is grandeur. You just have to look at. You know, they don't want to know about these things. They're happy with their lives, and that's honored. That's cool, man. 
That's all good. Yeah. I, you know, love you. Love you anyway. Do you do your thing. You do you. I'm gonna do me, and it's okay. But it, it's yeah. just, and too many people are giving away their energy to you know things that they shouldn't. Honestly, like people they shouldn't. Person? They should. Like, like people, what? you know, a lot, of, a lot of people are, you know, that uh, the are in UFO clubs. They really want to see the Martians and hang out with them. No, you really don't. <laughs> you really, really don't. That's going to be a bad day for you. Trust Why me, would believe it be that. Ba- Why would it be bad for them, though? Um, they're not exactly the friendliest of creatures. Not exactly the friendliest. Well, like, all, I mean, not every, like, extraterrestrial has to be evil. I mean, oh, no, no, at all. I mean, the Lemurians, the Arcturians, the Pleiadians, beautiful, loving, kind, just unimaginable love, unimaginable help, just absolutely wonderful. And then, of course, you got a, you got a few, um, not so, uh, not so lovely creatures. You know, not so lovely. And that's okay. <laughs> One of okay. them being, yeah. uh, I think, the Sigma Draconians. I think. <laughs> yeah, they're they're they, actually. To be honest with you, they those people, the the lizard people, you'd uh, be surprised. They put on a human uh, skin, and you can. I mean, it's 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 noticeable as you can possibly do. Um, you cannot. You just can't, you. Okay, I, I liken it to this. Remember that scene in. Men in Black, where the big old cockroach puts on the human suit and it just doesn't look realistic. Yeah, yeah, you can spot them immediately like that. It's, they're in a body, but they're not comfortable with it. They have absolutely no concept of personal space. They are right up on you. And I've had to be trained over the years. It's okay. They don't know any better. They don't understand. Chill out. You know, mm-hmm. that's just just chill. And I've had, I've had, I've seen quite a few, and I, I mean, they're right up on you, man. And there's no space, like an inch from your back, and you're like, oh my god, not another one. Okay, just chill, just chill, just chill. <laughs> not here to, not gonna hurt, not here to hurt nobody. They're here to learn, just like everybody else. But you know, there's certain concepts that they don't understand, and that's the main one. <laughs> And I understand that space gap. You know, you need to leave some space, get into my personal energy. You're all up on me. And that's kind of creepy. And I've had to learn to chill out and just let it be. Well, have you ever encountered people like I work with some people that just seem to be almost like energy vampires? And oh, it's hard yeah. to be around those people. Like, how do you, like, how do you, oh. um, how do you function around those people? Oh, that, that I can teach you a simple trick. Works like a champ. I use it every time I go anywhere in a lot of crowds or public. You take your mm-hmm. thumb to your middle finger and you close your eyes and you take a deep breath and you close your entire energy field. Slam it shut. They can't okay. get in. They they piss off somewhere else to somebody who's wide open. Because you okay. know, it, 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 I don't want to go into Walmart happy. And come out pissed off because everybody's emotions and you know things are bouncing off me. I close off. I close off before I get to work. I close off anytime I got to go shopping. I close off, close off, close off. And I've taught people: close yourself, close yourself, close yourself. You have to. 
It's it's nothing against them, but you don't you don't need what they throw in. You don't need to be sucked dry from the energy vampires. You don't need that kind of crap in your life. They will well, suck I you mean, dry. And, and lately, like I have, like I mean, since <laughs> since awakening and everything, like spiritually awakening, I have had a lot of um, at times anxiety attacks. A lot of anxiety, yep. a lot of worry. I I just wish I could shut that off. Well, when you understand that you're highly empathic and you're picking up on everybody else's crap, I mean, that's what's going on. You're picking up on everybody else's stuff. You can't survive like that. You Use that technique. Put, you, put your thumb to your middle finger, kind of like you see Buddha in, in all, uh-huh. the, all the – yeah, just like that. Put your thumb to your finger with your hands up. Take a deep breath and see your aura and all your energy closing like a capsule around you. Okay. And being a light worker, you are much too needed to give your energy to those people who don't, no offense, don't deserve it. <laughs> well, I knew nothing about that. Thanks for that information. Like I was, I didn't know anything like about about the whole that whole deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had I've had to learn I've learned the hard way. I mean, I've been in a room with somebody just sucked. I was energetic and everything was good. Next thing I know, I was sick as a dog or my stomach hurt, my head hurt. I'm like, oh, my God, what the happened? And luckily, I happened to be working at the Aquarium Bookstore, and one of the readers, which is a good friend of mine, Victoria, came over and said, honey, you just that was an energy vampire. She just sucked you dry. I'm going to need for you to go in the other room, and I'm going to teach you some things. I said, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> So energy vampires, I mean, they aren't all these evil people that are after you. They're, they just might not even know that they're energy vampires then. Most don't. Honestly, they, they I mean, some of them know, and they do it anyway, and others, they uh-huh. really don't know. They have no concept of that. They don't know. Uh-huh. That's why you just got to keep yourself protected, protected, protected at all times. Yeah. Well, Carlton, I thank you for coming on coming on the show with me, Susan. Uh, Susan says we have two minutes, forty five seconds left. So uh, her show is next, and I don't want to take up too much time on her show. So I want to log off quick. But I, first, I want to thank you uh, for your support and, and your advice and everything. So. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. We'll do it again soon. All right. Cool. All right. All right, uh, Susan, thank thank you, Susan, for running the board. Thanks to Carlton. It's been a good show. Um, So, yeah, Uh, tune in next week uh, when we will have uh, Kaya Hart, uh, fantasy and horror author Kaya Hart on, and Ariana will be back at that time. Um, Until then, I wish you all good night. And good week. Uh, Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Radio Network where you can find shows such as The Hollywood Connection, Cloverleaf Radio, Night Moves Radio, and Soul Stories. You can find us on Facebook under the Cloverleaf Radio Network. We broadcast on Anchor, Blog Talk Radio, Spotify, 
iTunes, Google Podcasts, and many more. Tune in anytime during the week. We post our links. You can listen on your own time, on your own day, anytime you want. We provide you with new material every week. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day.